Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about when you don't really like the place where you live. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. You know, when my husband and I moved to the unimproved land, we were so excited because we had been waiting for, at that point, years, like probably two years to actually get to the land. And we had spent so much time reading and researching and it was sort of like, can you please just release us already to go and do the thing that we feel the Lord is calling us to do. And when we moved, it was pretty hard um, between the systemic poison ivy that kind of felt like it never went away and the tick bites and always a little bit of fear about startling snakes and Um, you know, at that time, even the black snakes were a little bit disconcerting for me. Um, now I recognize that the, uh, the black snakes keep the, the poisonous ones like the copperheads away. So I kind of welcome them a little bit now. And, um, but at the time that was definitely not my perspective. And so at one point my husband looked at me and he said, you know, everybody else on the farm or all the boys and I, we're all doing really well, but you continue to really struggle. And he would call me long face, which to me is a little bit humorous at this point because I really just feel like I'm back to my normal smiley self. But for years, I was really just a long face. It was, I just felt like everything is really, really hard. And so we farmed for a while and when we stopped farming, um, somebody mentioned who, somebody who had been renting kind of down in our area, they said, you know, we have teenagers now. And so we moved back to town because we didn't want our teens to have to drive long distances after dark in the wilds of central Virginia. And so, you know, it's so interesting how sometimes those little stray comments can become little like acid to the soul where instead of being thankful for where I lived, instead it was like, well, the smart people move into town so their children don't have to drive. And it became this sense of really feeling trapped all the time for me. And I would go and walk around my property maybe and feel like, why do we even live here? This is so stupid. And and you know, that whole time I was just grumpy and I didn't really know what to do with my grumpiness. It just felt like, um, and so at some point though, probably after I started to get a little interested in prayer, I realized, you know, I actually live in a very beautiful location I would say pretty much everybody who comes and visits when they drive in, they're like, wow, this is really pretty countryside. And to me, it's like, well, there's a lot of trees and, you know, occasional farms that are nice, but okay. Um, I don't necessarily look at all of that and think, wow, what an amazingly gorgeous, you know, green sea of greenness or something. So, but it is, it is very beautiful. And I am, I do appreciate that. So uh, that is helpful to recognize that where I live is very beautiful. And over time, what I've realized is as much as it might make me feel slightly pathetic that I live in a location where I don't have neighbors who can look in my house and I can go down to the lower pasture and just do little laps around that maybe one acre area. Um, 
I probably usually do between like seven and 20 laps in a day just to, just to pray out what the Lord has for me. Um, and then a lot of days I like to go to a trail that's about a half hour away, but, um, I realized like this is what I actually almost need in order to function as a prayer minister. I need this kind of removed place where I am not dealing with all of the um, impingements of different people's personalities and all of their intensity. And so for me, I, I guess I came to a place of saying, I don't necessarily know why I live here. I don't necessarily... Um, I might still feel a little bit trapped, like who would ever buy this property? Um, you know, compared to say a home in the suburbs, um, uh, some unimproved land with a homemade little house on it is, it's probably just a little bit less saleable, shall we say. Um, but that's also just where the Lord has put me. And so I think there's a part where if you are in a place of not really loving where you live, the first thing I would say to you is it's okay to acknowledge that to the Lord. He actually knows it already. So to say to him, I don't really like where I live. I feel trapped or I feel depressed because of the gray skies or I don't particularly like the people and I don't see much hope of having different people who I might like more. All of those are very legitimate. And so then you say, Lord, what do you have for me in this place? Why am I here? And have a conversation about that. And honestly, it might be an ongoing conversation that extends over a period of years. That's actually totally fine. (laughs) I feel like sometimes when we have these big questions, um, the invitation from the Lord is to just explore it with him over time. And, uh, And then also to say, show me what's good here in my life. Show me the things that I can rejoice in, in the midst of the chaos. And then show me what it is that I'm supposed to pray about so that I can actually make a difference here, even if I don't love it. And so let me just ask the Lord to bless you. So Lord, I thank you for the picture of the children of Israel going into the promised land and that they, um, they're, their locations, I was reading this today, their locations were divided by lot. So it wasn't like the tribe of Dan got to choose where they were going to stay or the Reubenites were like, okay, awesome. I think of all of the promised land. This is the place I really like the most. No, they had to just go with what the Lord had given them. And so Lord, as oftentimes I think we kind of find ourselves in a similar place of saying, oh, like this is not necessarily where I was expecting to be or even necessarily where I wanted to be, but I'm here. And so show me how, show me how to live in this location so that I can be faithful. Lord, I ask that you would raise up people who are honest with you about how they feel, that you would give them relief against any guilt for not maybe immediately embracing the place that they are, Lord, that you recognize that it's not always easy (laughs) that Jesus, I think about you in your time in Egypt and your family and how they weren't like, Oh, well, we're in Egypt. Praise the Lord that he kept us safe. Like, let's just stay here forever. No, instead it was like, well, we're in Egypt when, as soon as we can get back, let's go get back. And so thank you Lord for that. And 
So I ask, Lord, for your peace and your wisdom and clarity for those who are struggling in their locations, that you would pour out your gracious goodness on them. In the name of Jesus, amen.